and welcome to Conversational Taste, a podcast for ordinary runners. I am not Jim Atkins. And I am not Chris Barrett. Today, Carolyn Atkins and Barb Ortega are taking over. Um, we are giving Chris and Jim a, a little bit of a break so that they can be where they need to be with their new jobs and life and whatnot. They're, so, yeah, totally not tied up in a room somewhere. You know, didn't do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so today's episode we are re- we are focusing on things to be thankful for within the running realm. Um, so for our first one, I'm going to say fresh shoes and and um, running those first fresh miles on those new shoes, breaking them in and getting them prepared. Um, I feel like a lot of people buy shoes because, you know, they have a race in mind or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's it's fun to be able to see how they work, um, see what works with them, what, what doesn't work, find your brand, find your, you know, power shoe or whatever that will be the best for that race. Yeah. And there's nothing like a brand new pair of shoes that work right away. It's a, it stinks when it's a trial and error, but yeah, it is. There's nothing like that first pair or that pair that's nice and bouncy. Yeah, totally. Big, I'm super thankful for that. I know I have a, a couple of shoes that are, are getting close to retirement, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, but I love these shoes. <laughs> it's crazy, too. Like, uh, you go, you know, you loved these shoes, but you don't want to buy them again. You want to try something totally new, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm done with you now. <laughs> So I'll go next. So I'm, well, I just made a list. So so I'm grateful that I can run. So it took me, you know, 39 years to even really start to try. And then, you know, earlier this year, I had that tendonitis issue. And now doing, you know, pretty good. Been running pretty healthy. I only took my first fall last week on Saturday. First time. So, and I'm fine. Welcome to the fall club. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm actually just grateful that I can run. So, yeah. And that's, I think that's a good thing for every runner to yes. to acknowledge. You know, there are people out there that can't even take that second step in running. Right. Whether it be cardiovascular, respiratory, or even something that's wrong with their legs. So, to run thankful just to be able to run is always a good habit to get into. Absolutely. My second thankfulness is downhills which is probably Ooh. one of the top ones actually if you really think about it <laughs> as long as it's not too steep too steep of a downhill is like oh this is fall city but yeah a nice little gradual downhill yeah after yeah. you've worked really hard in the uphill for sure nothing like that a little bit of a break it's a good one all right my next one is the friends i've made so I didn't, I used to work by myself since 2009. I was either in an office by myself or I worked remote, very rarely had a coworker. So I didn't even think about joining a running club or anything like that. And now I've got you cool friends that I've got like grown up friends now. And it's wonderful. It, there's nothing, it's so much better than going to a bar. So much better to just go hit a trail with your friends. Yes, I agree. When we first started running, we were running solo. Yeah. And to now be able to run with people who are similarly paced or people who slow down for us. <laughs> to be- 
get to our pace is definitely something to be thankful for. It al- it always makes the runs a little bit better when yes. you have, you know, misery loves, loves company. Yeah. So the miles go back by so much faster when you're just chatting away at a conversational pace. Right. Exactly. My next thankfulness is endorphins. Yes. Which Barb can really speak to, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it is my drug of choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, every good run that you have where you hit those paces, yeah. you know, especially after a hard, you know, speed workout or yeah. a tempo run, you get all of the, these endorphins or you hit that that goal at that race that you wanted to hit. And I feel like that is just a feeling that you can't duplicate yeah. any other way. It is the best. Agreed. Um, and my third thing I have is helping me face my face and conquer my fear of the cold. Now, I grew up in Chicago, but every single winter, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's coming. I don't even like fall because it gets it's starting to get cold and winter's next. But I mean, just it, it wasn't until I started winter running that I'm like, man, after 10 minutes, you really warm up. You're like overheated. I'm sweating and it's 20 degrees out here. That's crazy. And I was like, this isn't so bad. <laughs> I was actually talking to my cousin this morning who lives in Arizona. And oh, she was complaining that it was the 60s over oh. there. And I'm like, oh, well, would yeah, you but- like me to tell you what the temperature is here? <laughs> but after like 120 that they had. I know, where everything was melting yes. in their car. So 60 degrees is, you know, you're just not used to it. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely agree with you. I feel yeah. like. Winter running makes you more thankful for the spring. <laughs> it does, but it also, you're like, I can handle. It's not yeah. that bad. It's not as bad. I will take winter running over summer running any day. That's true. That's true. Once I figure out how to dress, that's the that's Yeah, the I'm thankful for the days in the winter where I don't overdress. Yes. <laughs> yes. When you get it right. Oh. <laughs> um, I am also thankful for the cardiovascular foundation that running gives you. You know, That's, a lot yeah. of people don't think of the health benefit, but, you know, it's it's improved my blood pressure. I, I don't have good blood pressure, so I still have to take pills, but I am on less pills than I have to be or that I would have had to be on if I didn't run. So. Yeah. And there's just random things you don't even think about where that helps so much. Just being able to take a flight of stairs without dying. What it, yeah. Don't even think about how much everything else is, how easy everything else is when You've got better cardiovascular, what, fitness? I don't know. <laughs> the word I'm looking for. I mean, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Oh, my next one is getting relief from anxiety. So I have struggled with years with crazy high anxiety. And, oh, my gosh, my poor kids every weekend would see, you know have to deal with me rage cleaning or something. Now I go on a long run, I come home, I'm content. I, you know, the mess doesn't bother me like it used to. I'm, you know, I know I'm sure I'm tired, but I have a mix of just being tired, having good endorphins, and being able to burn off whatever was bugging me all week. So really, just, it really has helped my mental health in that way. And I'm sure the kids appreciate it. So see, running is good for your heart, your head, yes. not just depression-wise, but also for any other mental illness you may not may or may not have. Absolutely. Just a lot of benefits in general for your health, 
mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And really, it strengthens your knees. So don't think that you have bad knees from running. <laughs> Comment. Well, <laughs> is that running by itself or is it running with strength? And Oh, good point. Oh, good point. Yeah. You got to do all the things. Yeah. I also have signing up for races. So mm. I'm grateful to be able to look at different races that we are able to um, sign up for to be able to try new states new races new i'm very much looking forward to the trail racing community i've had i've dipped a little yeah but not enough and i know that you're looking forward to cricket creek as well yes this will be the first time i ever travel for a race yes so i'm really nervous because i don't know what to bring but it sounds like so much fun honestly it just sounds like just great to be at a hotel, have all my stuff there, just kind of a little vacation. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. So, it's yeah. gonna be fun. It's gonna so. be a lot of fun. And no kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing I have is proving to myself that I can do hard things. So I mean, I've been running now only about two years or so, but I always kept a reserve. I would just you know, I didn't get too far out of my comfort zone. Um, I was always afraid I would fall. So I guess that's done and made that happen. But in the last couple of weeks, I really tried to see what I could do. So pushing myself for faster and longer um, intervals, but also trying to see how long it could go without having to walk. And that's on the trails. And I was pleasantly surprised that I was actually able to walk, even though my running speed was probably faster walking. <laughs> I probably walked faster than when I did the hills. But, you know, just being able to say, you know, you can do it. Just give it a try. Yes. So. so that is actually kind of my other point that I had as well, which is getting to push your limits. So, yeah. you know, I, like you, started later in life into running. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this at, on the last time that I did this con the podcast is I went from a 5k and I'm like, Nope, I'm done. This is enough to a 10k. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no, 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 really. I'm done. Yeah. To, Oh, half's not that bad. If I can, if I can get this goal pace at, at, for this half, I will do a marathon. And now I'm two marathons yeah. in and now I'm talking about doing an ultra. So I don't know about an ultra. <laughs> Push those limits. <laughs> we were on the trail on Saturday, and I was just like, oh, my God, ultra sounds horrible right now. I feel like the ultra doesn't sound so bad. It's the training that sounds bad. Exactly. It is. That's a tough one. Just trying to figure out if you ha if you can do fit all the training in. So, yeah. But Which we can do. I think We so. just got to be smart about it. Exactly. So. We can make it happen. And I also have, so I, I, I cheated. I went online. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. Um, but this one, I, I really love this point, is running reflects so many life lessons, goal setting, hard work, discipline, patience, persistence, and other <laughs> annoying phrases that pop up in generic conference rooms. <laughs> that when a speed block, when speed bumps knock me down in other areas of my life, I take solace in the fact that running is pure and simple. I get out of running exactly what I put in. 
and nothing more, nothing less. There's no politics, nepotism, financial incentives, or any other annoying practices that show up all too often in the news and everyday life. That's a good point. And just a little bit on that that statement, I'm just, it, it's, I don't know how I got this, but it's the only sport that you're not really trying to win. You're just trying to get a little better. And you're really, it's only you against you each time. So it's, if, like me, I'm not ultra competitive until I'm competitive. It's weird, but I don't like being competitive. Um, I like being sneaky competitive. Like I'll race you and you don't know <laughs> that I'm actually racing you. <laughs> But really, in the at the end of it, you're, who, who's going to win the marathon? Kipchoge or that other guy? Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's never going to be me. And that's totally fine. You but just want to get better. I think, too, I'm, I'm just grateful for what I can do. Yes. Watching the elites is, is inspiring, but I'm not like, oh, my God, like, I right. need to be them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Barb was talking before we started recording about how they have talked about Skittles, our, our group of Skittles. Yes, it's been mentioned, the term. The term Skittles comes from the runners group that we run with, that in the morning when it's around this time, there's no sunlight, so everybody has their Knox gear on, and it looks like a rainbow coming down the block. Yep. For us slow folk... <laughs> We feel like we're chasing the rainbow. Yep. So therefore, that's how we became the Skittles. So now you know. If if that term is used again, you you know you'll know what that means. And I am grateful for my little group of Skittles. Yes. And when your Rick, when your rainbow will flicker, it's always nice. <laughs> yeah, I like when my rainbow flickers, yes. but I don't. You know, it's, it's not necessarily a comfort thing, but I don't I don't hate my pace. Right. Exactly. So I tell you what, I hate my pace when it's too fast. I really hate it then. Like this morning? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So with that, I'm you know what? I have one more thankfulness. Okay. I am thankful for besides the friends that we have met through running, I am thankful for the non-runners that support the runners. So like oh. Ivan, for example who supports you and all of your running, you know, watching the kids while you're out for your long run yeah. or while you're doing your racing or coming with us to Kentucky for you to have a race. Well, in this case, he's coming to Kentucky. So, by the way, Ivan is my husband, <laughs> for those of you who don't know. Yes. But I, you're right, and I'm thankful that I have an adult child that can watch the rest of the children. <laughs> But a serious, in all seriousness, he's For coming sure. down and supporting your race. He's, you know, had the had your back while you're yes. doing and, the marathon or it you was know, whatever other race. Worse. Yeah, it was even worse. It's his birthday. We're coming down on his birthday, and he's so excited. So we're totally doing it's his birthday. But we're going to do my thing. We're going to run. Um, although he's not running, but he's really excited to be fishing and just to be. Just for me and him to be away from the kids. This is, We've never done this. So it'll be good. Yes. Yeah. So. Be, it's going to be a fun time, you all. <laughs> scared. Very scared. But also very excited. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm not racing this thing. I'm going to enjoy the run and take it whatever pace feels good. And because I'd like to enjoy the rest of the day. <laughs> 
like dying in my hotel room. Right. With a giant glass of something. Yes. Yes. Milk for our younger listeners. (laughs) I want to get chocolate wasted. (laughs) With that, I think you had a gear review. I sure do. So I am going to do Jim's Defend Your Gear. And I am defending, or I'm actually going to talk about, the Garmin HRM Pro. It is their heart rate monitor. And I'll start with pros. It syncs with Garmin. That's it. (laughs) That's literally the only... Well, also, it's pretty accurate, as long as you've got a really fresh battery in it. And by the way, it's really tough to have a fresh battery in there because to change the battery... It's four little screws, like the smallest screws you can imagine on either side of this thing that's holding in almost like a spring-loaded cover. So once you get all the screws unscrewed, it's going to pop off. Um, you switch out your battery, and then you have to try to hold this thing on to put the screws back on. So there's there's your your one of the cons anyway. Very, very difficult to change the battery. And then also the heart rate monitor part doesn't even come off of the strap. So washing it and all of that is really tough to do. You've got to kind of like hold it under the water weird. And so you don't over wet the, the heart rate monitor part. And really, and the one pro I had was that it syncs to Garmin. Well, I went and got a polar heart rate monitor. It syncs just fine. So unnecessary to have this thing. Um, I really... If you're looking for a heart rate monitor, I do not recommend the Garmin HRM Pro. I've noticed Garmin is really good at their navigation systems for your car and the watches. And that's it. Everything else I've gotten Garmin has been, even the kid watch is not great. So <laughs> that's my defend your gear. Koros, if you're listening, you need to do a heart monitor. Yeah. <laughs> Or just get a polar. Honestly, get the polar heart rate monitor. They've been doing it, I think, since the 70s. And it works just, it's awesome. So, okay. (laughs) And I am going to try and do a moment of zen for Chris. I am not Chris. I am not even close to being as reflective as Chris. Um, So, I am going to quote the Dalai Lama instead. It is worth remembering the time of the greatest gain in terms of wisdom and inner strength. It is often the greatest time of difficulty. And I think that was pretty fitting for situations. So with that, um, yeah, later. Yeah, later. By the way, we love you, Chris. Hope you're doing Love you, Chris. Oh, we're ready. (laughs) It's my first day. (laughs) Cut. (laughs)